Welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, listeners. I hope everyone's doing well. I saw a meme going around that perfectly captures the current state of affairs in terms of health issues from being jabbed. It has been passed around Instagram and Facebook. It says, quote, we are in the midst of the longest, saddest, most excruciating and unsatisfying I told you so in the history of the world, unquote. I think this perfectly captures the moment right now for many of us. As someone who was sounding the alarm bells about these experimental, untested shots, I know in my heart I did everything I could. And it brings me out absolutely no satisfaction to be right about this. I don't care about being right. I value health for all of us, and my allegiance, as always, is with we the people. A few positive developments I'm seeing, more and more good nurses are starting to band together and sound the alarm bells. These nurses are hoping by sharing stories of what they're seeing, parents will at least look into these adverse reactions that are happening all over the planet. If we can keep parents from jabbing the little ones, this would be a big win for us. And I think it's happening. Parents are waking up. According to the corrupt CDC, only 2% of children six months to five years old have had it. And this has Pfizer flabbergasted, I'm sure. And in the five to 11-year-olds, only 16% have taken it. Big Pharma has lost our trust. Evidence, both anecdotal and hard data, are sinking the corrupt careening industry that decided that experimenting on us was fine as long as the payday was big enough. Parents have been put on notice and have risen to the occasion. And this brings a smile to my face. Lastly, I saw a post by Dr. Horace Drew who says, quote, writing as a professional scientist, I would like to emphasize that any vaccine which requires five doses once every three months just to reduce symptoms but not infection or transmission would never be approved under normal circumstances. Please get a grip on facts and reality, unquote. Well said, doctor. Let's go talk to our guest today who has an interesting story to share with us. My guest today is Kat Parker. Kat is a creative photographer, a former law enforcement officer, and comes to share her story of health and censorship of information. Here's my interview with Kat Parker. Okay, I'm here with Kat Parker, creative, creative photographer, artist, former law enforcement, truth teller, Kat Parker. Kat, welcome to Basecamp for Men. It is great to have you on the show. Thank you. I really appreciate having me. Yeah, you know, it's you're one of those guests that I found in a sort of synchronistic way. I saw a post of yours that was floating around in social media about the dirty little secret that nobody's talking about, that there's a lot of injuries from vaccines. A lot of people are really, really struggling with their health. And I agree. Uh, All the alternative health people and health people that I know personally are talking about the same thing up here in Seattle. Um, and it caught my eye. I was like, huh, this is, this woman's really interesting. She's got an interesting story, actually a really harrowing story about your, your health. Um, and so I just wanted to start with, you know, what happened? Like, did you get one or two vaccines? Which ones did you get? What happened? Like, how how was your health prior? What did you notice? Was it immediately? Was it a week after the second one? Like, what what happened? And what did you notice about your health and how you were feeling after you got the? I think you got two shots. Did you say right? I did. That's okay. correct. Yeah. And so, what happened? 
Well, just to start off, I've always been fairly healthy. You know, I've had arthritis or fibromyalgia um, in the past or currently still do. But when at the time that I decided to take, um, I'm going to call it a shot. I'm not going to call it a vaccine. We'll call it what it's not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) when I decided to, to take it at the time, I had to take it for my job. Um, so that was the first requirement. And, I, you know, at that moment, because of what was happening with COVID and, you know, family members that I have that are, um, you know, up in age, like my mom and my dad, and then, mm-hmm. you know, family members that have some underlying conditions, we, we decided that, you know, it would be better to take it because we wanted to make sure we protected those those people. Yep. So in April of 21, um, I got an email to come and take the vaccine down at the Minneapolis Coliseum or Auditorium or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got there, it said Jensen on the sign. So at the time, I did not know it was Johnson & Johnson. Um, so that was a little disturbing how they did a little marketing switch there as to what it was. Yeah. After taking the shot at that time, it was probably about two weeks later after that, that I started noticing the issues that I had with chronic insomnia and chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. So I went to the doctor and talked with them and, and they figured it was menopause or anemia. Okay. You know, months went on and then um, we just figured that's what it was. So I didn't really think it was the vaccine at the time or the shot. Um, So in November of 21, I had to get my booster because we were also going to be going out of um, out of town. So um, I got that. And within two weeks after that, my hair started falling out. Mm. And then the the adverse reactions just started rolling in. We're talking about uh, chronic headaches. Um, tetanus in my ear, chronic nausea, brain fog. Um, the brain fog is so bad. Like it, when I first get up in the mornings, I have about two and a half hours that it takes me to come out of the brain fog. Mm. Started having tremors, like uh, Parkinson's disease tremors. Yeah. Um, how, how soon did all this come on after the booster? Two weeks. So two it was weeks. two weeks okay. right after that, that the first kicker was the hair falling out, like in yeah. huge clumps. Oh and God. then after that, um, I started keeping a medical diary because I'm like, this just doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started having where I was falling asleep at my desk, falling asleep driving. I would get up out of the bed first thing in the morning when the brain fog would hit, and then I would fall back. Mm-hmm. So my, my balance was off and I couldn't walk. Your your body feels like it's dying is what it feels like. Are you are you finding are you finding I think are you finding people that have similar stories? Are you finding communities? Because some of this I think people would say, well, if you're getting older, maybe it was just you're just coming on to um, health issues, but it's really widespread. Um, almost, almost everybody knows somebody and that has had stuff going on. I mean, I had the, the, the the one thing that I noticed that really stood out to me, like I had a, my best friend's 18 year old daughter had an episode where she almost died right after getting the vaccine. Um, and so that was like, Whoa. And then I started noticing like athletes in their prime 
Like we're talking professional soccer players collapsing. This is not normal. Like once in a blue moon, you might see a world-class athlete who is the epitome of health collapse. Like, like it might happen once a decade, maybe not a whole bunch of times, you know? And so I'm like, this is going to wake people up. This is going to get people to see that, that this has been a really dangerous thing, but the media has really been silent on it. Right. And they've tried to whitewash. I would it. say the main media has been silent. Right, on it. You've right. got people that I would, you know, I wouldn't really call them conservative sites, but okay. Call it conservative site. If you sure. want to yeah. sites that don't want to keep people from telling their truths. Um, because, you know, there's, what do they say? There's your side, my side and the truth. Right. Um, and then people would say, well, well, show us your, your, your proof of this. Well, I'm a walking, I'm walking proof of this. Yeah. You know, I created a support group for people because I got to a point where I couldn't really help myself because the doctors didn't know what to do. So I decided I want to help other people find their doctors, find them funding to help pay their rent, Mm -hmm. um, anything. And right now we're at almost 500 people in the group that I created, but in the numbers, it's 2.5 million in the U S that are either vaccine injured or dead mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. it and over 3 million in the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and those yeah. numbers are skewed actually. They're not even correct because there was data dumps and deletes of information and people not reporting stuff in. I, I've, um, I've seen, I've seen a uh, few fun- uh, videos uh, interviews of funeral directors in different parts of the world that are like, we're seeing a huge spike and it isn't COVID. We're clear of that. Like, you know, there, and, and even the insurance, uh, even the insurance industry. Yeah. That, 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 that's the real tell because insurance companies are all about data. And if they see a spike, uh, it gets reported and they're like, what's causing this? And I, they know what's causing it, but I don't, I don't know if they can really go on record as saying much, but how, how has all this changed? your perspective on COVID. I mean, it doesn't sound like you were, were were you a little suspicious of the narrative when it came out? You know, I don't, I got labeled a flat out conspiracy theorist because I was like, oh, these globalists, I don't trust these guys at all, you know? And, but that's fine. That's, that's, that's been my path and that's been the way I've done it. But did it, how did it change your view of like the whole COVID thing? We just had COVID here in our house. We just got it for the first time here in the house. Um, and it was rough, but it wasn't something that killed us, you know, or, or put us in the ER or ICU. But I did, I have, I do know 10 people that have died from COVID. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on the person that gets it and how their body reacts to it. If they have underlying issues and things like that. So I think COVID is a real thing. We've had it. Um, my boyfriend's had it twice. Um, my mom's had it, you know, my niece has it right now. And, but there are people, somebody, two employers I used to work for, they both died from it. So I I think it's there, it's real, but the vaccine itself or the shot, um, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm now more suspicious of it than before. To me, it feels like a money grab. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All the documents coming out now and, and the amount of money that's been made on it and the FDA and CDC being complicit in the fraud and, and 
you know, not telling people what's going on and trying to hide documents and hide information. And there was no information. When I took this shot back in April last year, there was no information out there, no informed consent, nothing telling me, hey, there could be possibly side effects. Here's the list of side effects that we saw in the trial. Mm -hmm. This is what could happen to you if you take it. None of that existed. Yeah. And anybody who tried to talk about what happened to them, well, of course, they were banned and blocked and and called anti-vax or whatever, yeah. just like they do to us now. I'm not anti-vax. All of my kids were vaccinated. I've gotten all my vaccinations. But this is different. Yep. This is something yep. completely different. And I talked to a source the other day who is a, a valid source in the medical community Um You'd have to get a shot every three months now because of the new virus strain that's out there. Um, so I, this it, it, it's just it's I, insanity. I, it is insanity. I mean, I've known almost everybody I know has gotten uh, COVID, including my whole family, yeah. right? It, yeah. Regardless of vaccination status. Like almost, exactly. almost every person I know regardless of vaccination status has gotten it. Um, and still, it, you know, what's funny is there's still cognitive dissonance with a particular group. I had uh, somebody that I know that got it and he was vaccinated. He was very, very excited about getting vaccinated and getting the booster. He's like a big believer in the vaccine program. He, he gets it. And I go, well, you know, welcome to natural immunity like the rest of us. He goes, yes, but thank God I, st I got my vaccines. And I'm thinking to myself, well, it didn't keep you from getting it. So why are you so thankful to Big Pharma for giving you the vaccine? It didn't stop you from getting it. It didn't stop you well, from getting it. Do you remember in the beginning when we kept getting, they kept telling us, this will keep you from getting it. This will yeah. It's That's that the the, the original the, feeding of information that that you almost believe it. You you know the media was pushing it, the government was pushing it. Um, you, that's all you heard, and then you're vaccinated and you, you get still it. get it. Well, <laughs> and exa exactly, and it's to your point. You know when I. I was fully vaccinated as a kid. I didn't get, you know, polio because I was vaccinated for it. Right? right. And so I think they did a kind of a bait and switch calling it a vaccine. I'm not really convinced this is really what it was about, but they, they're, not they're, they, they use yeah. the word vaccine because there's a whole bunch of people that are like, look, I don't have time to be digging in a bunch of citizen journal sites and videos uh, to see if this thing's good. It's a vaccine and I've always trusted it. It's always been right before. It's no big deal. So they go ahead right. and get it thinking and then you know then biden's saying you know oh it's going to be the winner of death for the unvaccinated i'm like you want to fucking bet dude it is not going to be the winner of death so now fast forward and this same group is it's not to portray them as is ignorant or you know they, they they made decisions based on all the information that they had they had different information i was fortunate to, to that my eyes were on other information where i was like eh, i don't know if i really want to do this um and but there's still kind of this hangover. I still talk to people that are like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm still really thankful I got it. Even though I ended up getting COVID, I'm like, but why? And then they'll say, well, the symptoms are milder. I'm like, says who? That's not good science. Yeah, My no, symptoms I'm, are pretty mild too. Like, yeah. why, why are you, you know, I just think they don't know what to say. 
Um, nobody wants to say, maybe I wasn't right on that. Nobody wants to say my crazy, my crazy uncle. I'll say it. I wasn't right on it. Yeah. I was not right on it. Yeah. And I'm a walking, you know, I'm a walking piece of medical history yeah. showing that when I got it, it attacked my immune system and my nervous system and everything. And it has ruined my health. Yeah. Um, I now have pseudo Parkinsonism and dysautonomia and I'm Epstein-Barr virus positive. I've never had mono in my life, but now I have Epstein-Barr virus, which what, I had never heard of before. Yeah. Um, what, 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 is your, what is your medical, like what is your doctor or your naturopath or whoever you're talking to, are they able to like get a handle on it or are they in denial about it? Or are they kind of like, well, what are we going to do about like, who's help? Who's helping you? Yeah. Well, the gaslighting has been very much a a forefront for the health community. Um, I've gotten dropped by two doctors. When I said vaccine side effects, they dropped me immediately and said, I can't help you anymore. Right. Um, But I do have um, two really good neurologists. One's a sleep neurologist and one is a normal neurologist. I have a functional medicine doctor. I see a therapist because this does cause anxiety and depression from all of these side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a general practitioner. Then, And I've got a good group of doctors that has been really helpful in trying to figure out what is happening. Because you go in, you take tests, you get blood work, and they all come back normal. Mm-hmm. Or if you get an abnormal test and you go further than it becomes normal. And they're all shaking their head at it because it's it's really strange. Like you see all these neurological issues and these tremors and, um, you know, somebody comes in and they're chronically fatigued and sick and nauseated, but there's nothing that can really tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know this, the spike protein replicating itself in, in your body and yeah. it's attacking yeah. everything. Uh, my newest side effect is, you know, when you saw me earlier, I have makeup on, but my entire face is infected. Just all of a sudden, you know, you get these rashes um, out of nowhere and your body is attacking itself. And now I look like I have infantigo on my face Mm. Um, and it just comes out of nowhere. Um, And a lot of the symptoms we see, a lot of them is very similar between us as what we call the vaccine injured. Mm -hmm. We talk about our symptoms and a lot of us have the same things going on, the neurological issues, the shaking, the tremors, the um, migraines and tinnitus in our ears and the ringing. Um, But then we have other ones that have some really strange stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... We see a lot of gaslighting in the community, but we do see a lot of people that are trying to help. When you have conversations with doctors, some of them will confide in you and say, we can't talk about it yep. or we'll get fired. Yep. That's um, it. I had an uh, anesthesiologist tell me that because him and I had a real candid conversation on it yep. before a procedure. Their hands are and tied. And some yeah. look yeah. at you like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But it's sad because we don't we're kind of the redheaded stepchildren out here because we really don't have any help or support. There's no financial support for us. Mm. That compensation program is a joke. Mm. Um, We have no legal recourse at this moment to sue pharma or the government Mm. um, for what they've done to us because there was no informed consent. They lied. It was all fraud. It's I lost my job because of my help. So I'm. I was the only one bringing in income and now there is no income in my household. 
Yeah, they did. So, they did a good. They did a good job of coercing people. They did. I, I think had they had they really given informed consent, a lot less people would have gotten it. But also, yeah. they they fast tracked it and said, "Look, uh, you can't travel unless you get it, or you can't work for these companies or the government right. unless you get it." And they just kind of sped it along, hoping to jab as many people as they could, make as much money as they can before the evidence and all of the stories started to come out that like, wait a minute, you know, I mean, this is, this is a PR nightmare in terms of like, wait, this thing doesn't really stop COVID. And then they're trying to say, well, you got to get ready for the next variant. It's like, well, wait a slow down. Why, why should I trust you guys? You guys have not been truthful about this the whole time. Um, Yeah. Look at all the documents coming out, uh, the 800,000 pages and um, all of the information in the documents are proving just everything that we're saying. And yeah, did you, uh, you know, people you, are like, well, we tried to tell you there was proof before there was no proof before. I know. I know there would have been informed consent and proof. I would have not taken the shot at well, all. You, not in any way, shape or form. You and lots you, of other people. I mean, my, my friend's daughter, she didn't really want to get it, but she got into a college uh, yep. And they said, and they required it. So she's like, well, yep. I can, and she, her parents didn't even know she went and did it and she did it and then had that all, near death experience. And, you know, uh, how many people are like, I, you know, for the young and strong, they probably think I can probably get away with it. How bad can it be? And then it's like, uh oh, my body is rejecting this or something's happening. This is the, whatever I just put in my body is not good. Uh, well, we've got a couple of mothers in our group right now who have little children that got the um, uh, shots, and yeah, they are oh really God. one. Two of them are really, really, really sick. One of them is uh, Riley. She's probably one of the the forefront faces of a. She's a twelve year old that um, has been out there in the news about getting it and how mm-hmm. deathly ill she's been. She's also paralyzed right now. Mm-hmm. So. It, you know, here we're out here injecting babies and children now, and they can't tell you what's going on with them. And I'm praying that parents don't do this because as somebody who goes through this every day and is so sick every day and nauseated. And, you know, when I get up in the mornings and I fall over and try to get my bearings and I just turned 50, so I'm still got a lot of life left in me, but I don't feel that way anymore. I don't, do photography like I used to, or go to the shows and take concert photos like I used to. And um, I stay home and I don't drive as much. Um, It it has changed my life completely. Mm. Um, And it's sad because I don't ever want to see anybody else go through this. Absolutely. You know, you and I didn't talk about this before we started, but did you, I had Dr. Ken Harris we talked about this and talked about vaccine injuries. I, I sometimes when I get health people on, I ask, hey, you know, what can we do for people? And it, this might be something that you already know, but he sent me a, a really interesting protocol. And he says, this is what I give my clients who took the vaccine are having issues and have regret. I, I prescribe them this and it's a whole series of things. I don't know, you probably have sought out and got such a protocol, but I could forward that yeah. to you. Um, but I'm sure, you know, I, I don't know if ivermectin was in there, but it was kind of like, it was almost like a, a protocol for somebody that got COVID and wanted to treat it naturally, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I'm actually on ivermectin and phenofibrate right now. I had a doctor um, prescribe it mm-hmm. and um, I'm on the this huge list of supplements to detox my body 
Um, and it, it's, I'm talking about pills and pills and pills. Oh, yeah. I, it takes me about an hour to swallow all of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've tried my best to help other people by sending that information out, out to them. And I, I found out the other day that um, ivermectin is not available in certain countries. Right. Like they, they are not, they won't give it to them. They won't let them have it. And a lot of people uh, that are in our group are trying to get their hands on it because they they want to get better. They want to have resources in order to get better. And they feel like they're getting stopped in every direction. It's been tough. To, it's been tough the whole way through to get ivermectin. I I had to yeah. really work back channels to get it. I even got some from Mexico. But it's such point. an amazing. It is such an amazing product. I mean, it's been in yeah. here, been on this earth since 1970 something. It was found in Japan. It's done. It's won um, what a was it a Pulitzer Prize or yep. or something yep. like that? Yep. For it benefits. Yeah. So and people are thinking that it's some new drug that just popped up in about you know when the Trump presidency was in effect (laughs) so and but it's not it's been around forever and it's an amazing thing so i don't know why people keep bashing people wanting to get better and do the things that are available to them to get better to me it feels like it's um medical neglect absolutely when you're telling you won't allow people to take something i mean you'll you'll try all these other drugs you'll give somebody oxycodone or morphine or naproxen or whatever for pain yeah. but you know we we know there's so many kickbacks on medication too so i can't imagine how much money's been made off of this well at 34 billion dollars to pfizer yeah and then i look at all my medication to see that pfizer is the one that <laughs> manufactures it so well and you're never you're never going you were never going to see anything in on the television about any of this because no. look every other commercial is by big pharma it's like they're not yeah. gonna they're not going against their best client and and putting stuff out there that people are going to go like huh um you know when it comes to i was hoping we would get the word out about all of this me and everybody else that speaks about this stuff on podcasts and writes and and on Twitter, all the places they can sneak in the truth. I was hoping before they started jabbing all the little kids that it would reach a lot of parents and they would be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And I, it brought a smile to my face. We were on vacation over at our at the lake that we go to every summer. And there was a teenage girl there. We were out on the on a boat with her, and she's you know she's like sixteen or seventeen. Her and her friend, and and we were asking about like, hey, did you guys um, were you guys did you guys get vaccinated or not? You know, and and they go no, and I go oh uh, why not? And they go and the one said because I want to have children someday. And I thought, damn, that makes me smile. You know because. Nobody talks about that, but we don't know, you know, like uh, we, we won't know if it makes girls sterile until wow. years and years later, you know. And so I thought that was a really, you know, and she's not a conspiracy theorist. She was just like, right. no, I just I talked to my parents and I just I just don't know why. Why should I get it? Why should I? Why should I tamp fate when I really want to be a mother someday? And I feel like this might put it in jeopardy. And I was like, you are wise beyond your years. Exactly right. Well, I, and I know one person who lost their baby, mm-hmm. they were pregnant and they got, um, got the shot and 
she had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you just look at what's happening to us and the amount of side effects and things that it's doing just to our neurological system and not including everything else in our body. Um, I have kidney problems now and I've never had kidney problems before in my life. Yeah. So these things that it's doing and the things we don't know that it's doing, we just can't imagine what's going to happen to, to us and other people and our children yeah. if we continue to take this and they want us to get now jabbed every three months. No, thank you. It's like a big, exper- uh-uh. it's like a big experiment by some sort of mad scientist, basically, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, trust us. We're the scientists. It's like, I yeah. don't trust you. I got, you know, our health is so important. Um, and I hope, I hope you find uh, the right kind of combination of things that have you feeling better. Cause man, you're such a sweet woman. And uh, it's been so great to talk to you. Um, you're a really good photographer. I was on your site and I was like, wow, this is really great. I imagine the health stuff's probably kicked that a little bit to the side. It looks like it looks like you do a lot of like music and musicians and that kind of uh, uh, area. Is that true? I do. Um, I met my boyfriend about three years ago um, at Rock Timber here in Minnesota. And, yeah. um, you know, as a photographer for several years and, and meeting him and um, kind of got me kicked into doing concert photography. And since then, I've really got to meet and become friends with a lot of wonderful musicians. A lot of them I grew up listening to. Um, like George Lynch and Dokken and Great White and oh, yeah. Slaughter oh, yeah. and all these guys. And now I've become friends with them. I work with a lot of them and, and um, you know, like I'm going to shoot Tantric tomorrow at um, one of the festivals here. And um, I love helping them out. You know, I, I usually don't charge these guys because I know a lot of them don't make a lot of money. Yeah. And um, but I love I just love the photography aspect of it and then the art part of it and just watching people with the the reaction on the face, you know, with their artists singing to them or the artists, you know, pouring the heart out through their music. So um, it's a great job. I love it. But no, I don't do it as much as I used to because of my help. So, well, well, but I said I wasn't going to give it up completely because it's the only thing that keeps me sane. So, <laughs> well, and you do. I love uh, uh, photographs of musicians live. I think it's it's one of my favorite genres of photography, and you do a great job with it. Um, is there is there? Uh, we'll we'll direct people to your website so they can go look at the at the photos and stuff themselves, and we'll we'll direct people to your link. I know you have a donate for the vaccine injury, and we'll we'll definitely share that. But is there any other creative projects? You, I think you had mentioned. In, in an email that you you were going to be working on a documentary around what we were just talking about. Do you have something like that in the works? Yeah, I'm working with another news source right now um, and doing a documentary for people who have been vaccine injured and and not just like a you know where we talk on a um, you know on Zoom or anything, but actually going into their homes and their lives and actually sitting down and talking with them and seeing how this has affected their lives and talking to their children and their families and. Um, and really getting into the meat of what it has done to them, because I think because we get blocked on social media so much and, mm-hmm. you know, we get banned and I've been my posts have been taken down so much. We really need to listen to people what's happening. Um, this world has already been torn enough apart as it is, but we can't keep 
shunning people for what they're going through. And we're just trying to help people as much as we can. So that documentary is something we've been looking at and working on to, to really get into everything with people about what's happening to them and bring it out into the forefront. So super important. I'm really excited. Keep us posted on your progress on that. And we'll blast, we'll blast it out when it's time. I hope that it's, I hope it's not, um, alone, I think there's going to be a lot of expressions about this particular issue because there's this is a, a like you said a kind of a shunned voice of the tribe and it's super important. I mean, we all have loved ones over there and friends who are who are in this group and we just want the we want what's best for them. Uh, my prayers will be with you in good health. I hope that you find the right combos and that your your health rebounds. Um, and thank you so much, Kat, for coming on and sharing your stories and your insight and wisdom. Super appreciate it. And I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the support. I hope you enjoyed my interview with the awesome Kat Parker. To check out her photography or help her with a donation for her health costs, go to www.katparkerphoto.com. Please consider helping her as every little bit helps. And lastly, I would like to take this opportunity to wish you all good health. I hope that you and your family are feeling your best. And if not, finding the resources to return to vibrant good health. God bless you all. If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Man, remember that the story of your life is not yet all told. I'm Tony Rezac, and thank you for listening to Base Camp for Men.